You, you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. On today's episode of the Salt Lake Dirt Podcast, I welcome actress and producer Mary-Kate Wiles. You've seen her in the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, and she's currently starring as Vicky in the Fairly Odd Parents reboot. I'm your host, Kyler Bingham. Thanks for listening. All right, great. Yeah, so I'm here with Mary-Kate Wiles, um, and we are mostly here to talk about the new show that she is in, uh, Fairly Odd Parents, which is a reboot of the classic older show. Um, and I knew the name sounded familiar. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit older for that you know, for that show, but it, like sure. the imagery and like stuff came back and, yeah. um, and then I watched, I watched a bunch of episodes, uh, and I was, I was, um, I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I did. You watched this new one or the, old, or the, cartoon? the new one, the new one. I watched the Thanks. one. With yeah. I... Well, I'm talking to you. I have to, I have to watch it. Right. <laughs> I really like it too. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear it. I can, cause this podcast is, uh, we, we talk mostly to writers and, mm. um, you know, writer directors. And I, I just from like watching it, I'm like these, the people behind the show are definitely cool. They seem like yes. incredible people, like really good sense of humor. Yes. Um, and then they get like, uh, they get kid humor too, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher and st- a little bit older, but it's like mm-hmm. some of the, some of the, uh, the comedy comes through, but anyways, yeah. I, I really like the show and I thought I'm it was, so glad to hear that. It was like candy. I was like, I ate too much candy by the end. <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> it's really fun and funny. And my fiance is a writer. I raised my eyebrows cause he just proposed last night. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's exciting. We've been together for eight years, so it's like, you know, whatever. But um, my fiance, <laughs> <laughs> my fiance is a writer and the like sense of humor and style of humor of the show is very much up his alley. I would mm. get the scripts and I would be like, oh, this, this feels like you. So it was like a joy to get to like, I mean, you know, I don't know that anybody thinks like Nickelodeon sitcom as like, oh, I'm going to love this. Right. And it was always a delightful surprise getting the scripts and like genuinely laughing out loud and finding them so clever and fun. Well, no, it's like, yeah, I I, I totally get that because, um, you know, w- with this show and, and my website, I just like I put stuff on that I like. So I get a lot of stuff sent to me. Sure. And then if I'm like, if I'm not like passionate about it or think it's really cool, then I'm like, well, uh, you know, mm-hmm. only so much time. But this show is, yeah, it was great. So thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate that. There's also been like a lot of negativity online about oh, it. No. Oh no, just because that's you know. that's online though. So I mean, is yeah, it, are they haters from the original show? That yeah, people okay. are and and. Uh, don't get me wrong like this is a complete like it's just a completely different format of show Mm -hmm. you know the original show was a cartoon and this is a sitcom a multi-cam sitcom yeah so you know i i can see why people are like what is this um but it it is a bummer when people are negative about something you really like and care about so it's really nice to hear that you enjoyed it so much yeah i I think it's great stay away from that like online nonsense i was like there's there's so much negativity and you know what i mean so it's like no matter what you do it's gonna be it's so it's so true and i'm trying it's like a new uh i mean i've been like semi-internet famous for a while but Mm. like being a part of a beloved Nickelodeon property is a new experience. So it's been like a new lesson of like, okay, here's what I can and what I will and will not like expose myself to in terms of people's online behavior. Yeah, 
definitely smart. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you could tell us a bit a bit about um, for those of people listening who have no clue what we're talking about. I guess we should talk about like the show itself, and then your character specifically, Vicky, which yes. is really really <laughs> funny. So um, yeah, talk Thank about you. talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So well, I like you. Like I I did not grow up watching the fairly odd parents um i was a pbs kid so like there was no nickelodeon for me um and so i similarly was like vaguely aware of it i got the audition last summer and i saw that it was for vicky and i just google fairly odd parents vicky and i was like oh okay <laughs> she is one of the main antagonists of the original cartoon she's an evil babysitter she's voiced by gray delisle who has been so kind to be very supportive of me on Twitter, which is really oh, nice. That's sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. So I looked it up I, and I uh, sort of got the vibe of the cartoon, which is like very cartoony. Um, and this show, like I've mentioned, this version of the show, this reboot is both a live action animation hybrid. It is for kids. It is a, a multicam sitcom for kids. But like we've been saying, I think... I think they were really trying to go for like, let's make something that that millennials who who did grow up with the show can enjoy with their children. Mm -hmm, right. um, and I do think it's really fun and clever. So I play um, an older version of Vicky. Vicky is now a teacher in the school because what better way to pursue her passion in life, which is making children miserable. <laughs> Um, and so uh, the events of this show take place uh, about nine years, I believe, after the cartoon. Timmy, the original main character, is going off to college. So he gifts his godparents to um, the new kids, uh, Viv and Roy, who are cousins, who are a part of a blended family. And um, yeah, it, it's, there's, a, there's a lot that's new and different. There's a lot of Easter eggs from the original cartoon. Um, Darren Norris and Suzanne Blakesley uh, do the voices of Wanda and Cosmo. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a blast. And you are right in terms of like everybody who worked on it is cool. And we all had just the time of our lives making the show. It was so much fun. And I was totally just every day so amazed by like the level of detail that they went to in terms of making the sets or the props or um, whatever. It was just, it was really obvious that this show was being made with a lot of love and like excitement to make something new, but a lot of like respect for the original. I would watch episodes of the cartoon as we were shooting, because mm. again, like I didn't grow up with a cartoon. I booked the role a week before I was on set. So like, oh, I didn't, wow. <laughs> I didn't have a ton of time to like do a lot of research. <laughs> Um, and there's 10 seasons of the cartoons. So I oh, haven't even, my goodness. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, there's so much. So I haven't even watched all of it, but I like mm -hmm. tried to watch as much as I could with a focus on watching Vicky's episodes. Um, but yeah, I'd be watching episodes as we were shooting. Cause, um, my first episode I shot at the end of July and then the whole season wrapped at the beginning of November. So it was the better part of my, my fall. Mm -hmm. um, and I was constantly just watching the cartoon, seeing props that like we had on set, seeing that like they had made the same thing that's mm -hmm. in the cartoon real. And like, that was so cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a really cool experience. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. No, as you should. I mean, like the, the, the style of it, like the, 
like the interior decorating. I mean, it was like, I want my house to look like, <laughs> like yeah. their house. It was so cool. Like kind yeah. of like a, like a sixties, like just rat pack vibe Yes, is what I got. And I, I just absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, such a good show. So I, I did want to talk about, um, like some of the, some of your previous work, cause you, yeah, you yeah. did mention, we, let's talk about, um, <laughs> it being internet famous, um, and yeah. you were part of a, a fairly known, um, web series. Yes. Um, I'm just, well, I actually, I'm just kind of curious how you got your start, like wh- where you're from originally and, yeah. um, what led you to this? And then we could talk about the, the web series if you'd like. Yeah. So I'm from Arkansas originally, but I've lived in Los Angeles for many years now. Um, I sort of performing was always something I was doing. Um, I always talk about how, when I saw the Lord of the Rings films, that's when I was like, I just was so amazed and transported. And I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to go to New Zealand and fight orcs. Um, that hasn't <laughs> quite happened yet, but you know, we're working on it. Um, so yeah, so I came to USC, I studied theater and um, uh, I just started auditioning for stuff after school and Lo and behold, one day I booked this show called The Lizzie Bennett Diaries, which now is 10 years old. <laughs> and um, that was sort of my induction into sort of this like digital space of of making stuff for the internet because The Lizzie Bennett Diaries was a blog style adaptation of Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. that um, uh, took place over a hundred episodes and multiple spinoff series back in 2012. Um, and I played Lydia Bennett in that and it really took off and um, it won an Emmy. And so through that, I sort of gained an audience and um, I, it wasn't like I ever set out specifically to like work in digital stuff. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but um, since I was in this and I had this audience, you know, I continued to get a lot of work in that arena and was able to sort of develop develop a following there. And I do really enjoy making stuff for a digital space because your audience is so engaged and so like plugged in. And um, it's really cool that people can like watch your thing and then hop over and talk to you about it or yeah. make fan art or whatever. Yeah, no, it's yeah. so true. I was just, I was just um, chatting like something along the same lines with this because um, I'm 40 years old, so you know, cranky old <laughs> man as well. Nah. As well. <laughs> but I don't think um, so. I just didn't get like it because all my students are on like you know TikTok and Snapchat, mm-hmm. and so it's mm-hmm. like I got on TikTok for 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 this just to kind of like see just you know, and I couldn't work it is that how i was like i can't oh my work God. this you guys no i feel the same <laughs> tiktok is a mystery to me and my i have a buddy from college ben Giroux, who's also on nickelodeon shows and we went out to lunch after i finished filming and he was like mary kate you got to get on tiktok you got to get on tiktok <laughs> he's got like six million followers on there and i was like okay and <laughs> sure enough i threw up some some fairly odd parents bts and boy oh boy (laughs) people have been watching it and people have been vocal but i still (laughs) i still truly don't get it like i don't understand the app i'm trying so hard it makes me feel like an old person i'm just like what is this yeah Yeah. no same here so i think like i i still can't understand how it works or how but i think what i like i'm finally like realizing oh my gosh this is like 
with these because I was talking to someone about how like these TikTokers are, are like running around Hollywood and they're like the, they're the celebrities now. Like mm -hmm. people are like mm -hmm. interested in them. They're they're making a, a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And then I was just watching uh, a couple today where they're um, they're like um, interacting with Jared Leto. And it's basically just a promotion for his new movie. So like the one guy, the famous guy who does like the haircuts, I don't know if you've seen him. Oh, I don't um, think so. It's actually pretty cool. He goes around and like you just ask people if you can give him a haircut and then it's like really positive. Like he, so he kind of cool. interviews him. Yeah. He's a really cool guy, but he has like millions of followers. So he gives Jared Leto a haircut. Whoa. And then, and then another guy who's a photographer, um, like takes pictures of Jared Leto and like chats with them. So I'm like, it's so smart of the studios because this is like relative for them, relatively cheap um, yeah. marketing. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. it's like, they get millions and millions of people mm -hmm. seeing this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So anyways, I, I'm like, okay, this is, this is new to me. This is not how it has been done, but it's, it's definitely, it's been shifting and yeah, um, yeah it's love it or hate it. It's, it's, it's changing. <laughs> I do think, I mean, TikTok is cool for that reason that like, there are people who have all these like weird skills that mm. like n might necess not necessarily ever have had a venue to like really show that off before yeah. who are now like really succeeding in fighting an audience not that cutting hair is weird but you know what i mean like <laughs> interesting sure yeah things that they do that like the format is really good to sort of show that off and i i think that's cool but as a person who's just a normal actor i don't really <laughs> i don't really understand it yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm <Are> that... trying <laughs> Um, well, at least there's still like, you know, there's venues for, for, uh, yes. Acting and like, yeah, there's, there's, there's TV <laughs> and like even watching, um, um, odd parents, like, you know, I grew up watching, you know, Nick at night and, and, mm -hmm. and, and sitcoms that were before my time, but I just love that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, I love Lucy style with the yeah. multi-camera and the, and the mm -hmm. audience with the laugh track. I mean, there's mm -hmm. something like familiar mm -hmm. and comforting. So I found myself. I was like laying in, in bed yesterday with my dogs and we were watching, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, the show That's and, so um, you know, we were fine. I was kind of revisiting a couple episodes that you were in and it was just, it was just like comfort food in a weird um, way. So it was like a, yeah, it had, it was makes me really happy. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> it was also the first time I've ever, uh, been in that sort of show. I've never done a multicam sitcom before mm. and I've never done a Nickelodeon show before. So um, it was very new for me. It's just like a completely it's essentially more like theater, but on TV, you mm. know? Yeah. Um, it's just a different way of acting and, and filmmaking than like being on a single cam show like um, Young Sheldon, which I've done or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, it was it, it's fun. It's like a, it's it's it was something I was like really nervous about, but I I think I really enjoyed ultimately. Yeah, no, it, it comes across. Um, so I did want to talk about uh, so shipwrecked comedy. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what shipwrecked comedy is, talk to us about that. Yeah. So that's the group I have with my fiance. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, are a creative collective and we make uh, historical and literary inspired comedy cinematic content generally up till now for the internet we would love to eventually <laughs> be making it for like tv <laughs> um but for now it's for the internet um and i became I, I first acted with the group back in 2013 in a series called kissing in the rain where sean and i were doing that 
and uh, we fell in love. And um, I became a part of the group as a producer at the end of 2015 before we embarked on Edgar Allan Poe's Murder Mystery Dinner Party, which is sort of our flagship series. Um, and since then, we, we've made shorts and sketches and um, music videos and all kinds of things. But we just recently finished filming our second series, which is called Headless, A Sleepy Hollow Story. And it is our biggest thing we've ever done. Um, we raised 200 grand on Kickstarter last summer for it awesome. and yeah, we just finished shooting in February and it was the hardest thing any of us have ever done. Um, but we are really proud of it and really excited about it. We're actually going, uh, today to work on editing the first episode. So it's nice to, there's a lot I could say about Shipwrecked. It's, it's, um, it, it was really fun to be back on set after two years of not really being able to do anything. Yeah. Um, and it's nice as an actor. I talk a lot. Uh, I, I have talked a lot in my journey about how just difficult acting is in terms of like the actual business of it. It's mm -hmm. quite miserable. Um, so it's nice to have something that you care about to do like while you're waiting, you know, to book the next job. Um, and, uh, I really enjoy making shipwrecked projects happen and I'm always really proud of like what we make together. So that's great. Yeah. I think yeah. like with, um, I know with me in the past, but here's my, you know, next generation being older, cranky, but like I, I'd, hear, <laughs> I'd hear web, this is like years ago, I'd hear web series and, and, and not even watch it and dismiss it. Sure. Yeah. But I think, I think a pro probably a lot of people could relate, but then, um, so I, I live, I live in Salt Lake City, so I cover Sundance every year. Oh, yeah. And there, there's a lot of like, um, you know, episodic web series type mm -hmm. stuff up there. And it's like mm -hmm. some of the, to my opinion, some of the best stuff is mm -hmm. is is that content. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing, um, at least the few people that I've talked to about it, I mean, I think, you, you know, you, you mentioned like how it's incredible. The business side of it is 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 treacherous at times. Yes. Um, and so... I think, and and, it, and it's such a slow moving vehicle. And then all of a sudden it happens fast. Yes. Uh, so I think like, it's cool when you're completely in control of something, um, you, you know, you know, you put in, you put in the, the work and, and all this, but you can, you know, you can have something up um, mm -hmm. a lot quicker and, it, and it's gotta be very fulfilling to, you know, have that. So that's so cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. What, when do you have an, you. A, a rough idea of when that might come out? We haven't said exactly, but mm. we do. Um, but <laughs> hoping to put it out before the end of the year for sure. Cause cool. we're, we're really excited about it. Um, very, very cool. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and you're probably sick of talking about it, but I do like, especially, you know, the last year or so I've really liked to ask people who are who are in a creative field like how has like the impact of of the pandemic I mean we've all been impacted yeah. significantly in different ways but I think for especially people like you know working actor mm -hmm. that really threw a kink in things I would imagine so I'm kind of curious like what was your life like during the height of this when things were kind of a lot more uncertain and kind of just on on hold yeah, I feel like I have a weird experience. Um, I like I have sort of been talking about like I've always had my own stuff going on. I have a Patreon and I have had for many years. And like for that, I, I, I've i been creating things like this Anne of Green Gables podcast I did and a lot of stuff that I just create on my own at home anyway. So 
I didn't really feel like my life changed all that much when the pandemic happened, my work life anyway, um, when the pandemic happened. I also, <laughs> before this past year, um, in terms of like TV work, I hadn't really done a lot in a few years and that had been frustrating for me. And obviously um, auditions changed in that like everything became self-tapes from home as opposed to going into the room. And I don't know if I'm just better at a self-tape or what, because that's when I started booking stuff. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, wow. So uh, this mainly in, two, in 2021, like this, this past year, I worked more as an actor than I ever have in terms of like, I don't want to call it real acting work, but <laughs> actual SAG acting work yeah. that pays your bills and counts towards your health care. Um, so... I feel like honestly pretty lucky and, and happy that that happened and not, not that the pandemic happened, but just like lucky that, sure. yeah. that a lot of people were kind of having a rough time. And for some reason, for me, I was having the best year of my career. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm just really thankful for that. And um thankful that like, again, I've so I had sort of set myself up over the years, not obviously knowing or meaning to, um, to, to do a lot of work on my own and from home in the meantime. Uh, shipwrecked, we had a bit of a, a, a time because we were planning on launching the Kickstarter for Headless in mm. March of 2020. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> we didn't do that. So we had to kind of take some time off and that was a little bit of a frustration of just like wanting to do, having all this like excitement to do this project and then not being able to do it. But we have now finally done it and that feels great. And it is so exciting to be um, back on set with people. And I think it's obviously like really making that experience all that much more meaningful after a couple of years of not being able to do that. So yeah, it, it seems like people are, are are really hungry to get back to yeah. you know work and just like yeah. I, I think a lot of us like you you kind of come to um you know you recognize like how important like being around people is like I'm yeah. an I'm a, I'm an introvert and I mm -hmm. think like you know you, you know even introverts we need people yeah um so Absolutely. yeah I think I think a, I think a lot of good you know came out of it and, you know, horrible yeah. that it happened, but I think we yeah. made, made a stop and think about uh, kind of what's important and what we need to, um, you know, survive emotionally. Yeah. I truly hope that we are getting to a place where we can continue to be around people more and more yes. and all of that. Cause it has been very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Um, okay. So, so where can we, so Fairly Odd Parents, um, yeah. where can, where can people find it right now? I know all the episodes are currently up. All the episodes are up on Paramount Plus. Get that Paramount Plus <laughs> subscription. Get that one week free trial. You can watch them all. <laughs> um, if you want, uh, obviously there's lots of other stuff on there. Um, yeah. And, uh, you can find me at MK Wiles on the various things and um, shipwrecked comedy, all of our content we put up on our YouTube channel, but we're also on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have links for all that um, in the description. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, yeah. So great meeting you. This was a, a, a fun chat. And um, Thank you. like I Likewise. said, I've, ne I've never covered a kid's show, before, <laughs> but I really, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was I'm great. really, so. really, really happy to hear that. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Thanks, Mary Kate. Thank you.